What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. This is the kickoff of the 2019 Summer Porch Store. Round of applause, everybody. Fuck yeah. yeah. We are doing it. Getting out of studio, seeing the people, and uh, success already. Firstly, let's introduce the crew. We got we got the whole gang here. We got Yosef Feldstein. Thank you for uh, for hosting us. There we go. We've got uh, the gayest of the mics. And, uh, Two of them. Mike Harrington, still alive. Still now. You know, still producing some podcasts. He's 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 keeping the dream going. <laughs> so you got to respect him for that. Sure, it's outside of the studio on the floor of a porch, unpaid. But the point is, he won't give up. This man has no gives. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a bittersweet kickoff to the summer porch tour. Uh, on the not plus side, we don't have chairs or beers, so you know it's like it's a quasi porch hang. But on the plus side, this is Yosei's brand new home. That's right. We are. This is a seven hundred thousand dollar porch we're sitting on right now. The the porch itself is the porch 000, itself. Yeah, and like the rest of the house is you know at least two times that. It doesn't have furniture yet, but this will be a great porch one day. Yeah, and uh, I just found out tonight that I don't think there's any lights here, <laughs> so we're on the straight and narrow. Well, let's get into. By the way, if you were to put this is like a porch, you can even do the roof fans on. And keep Ooh. it keep it a cool Get porch. That, like southern, southern feel. Yeah, good good southern feel. <laughs> Will actually make me think I'm in the south and not in fucking like Westchester. Like <laughs> 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 really set the tone here. I also like for you. You haven't even moved into your home yet, and your neighbors are gonna hate you. For no, they're gonna hate you, Robbie. For starters, <laughs> I, I oh this is great. So I have my uh, grandfather's car. Still haven't crashed it. We're still going strong. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What Thank you, that? buddy. If you had two weeks on the pool. You lose. You I, lose. I, I think I had uh, like under a month, right? And I've done so some I serious got, like, driving. A couple days. I've done some serious driving. I went all the way to New Hampshire and back. No, no accidents. All right. We're doing it. How many times did the uh, car alarm go off, though? Well, here's the thing. So that car alarm goes off every single time you open the car yeah, door. That's, that's if a you, pleasant... Uh... If you lock it, and I can't tell you how many times in New York City, there's like an old person in a wheelchair right in front of you. <laughs> Like, or it's sometimes, you know how, uh, like, uh, restaurants have those, you know, the outside thing I've had where I've parked and then I came back at night and there's just people having a nice dinner and I have to walk up to their tables and go, Hey, I'm sorry, but the car alarm's about to go you actually, off. actually like, yeah, I'll give people, them. I'll give people warning. Oh God. I'll give people a warning. It's obnoxious. You don't want to be like mid ravioli and then hear like a fucking 1993 Subaru legacy. Just like, <laughs> so we've set well, off the actually, car alarm. You actually have caused some accidents. You just don't. It, it hasn't been in your car. Oh, but your car alarm has, you know, killed a couple old people on uh, some old people. You know, walkers their pants. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's just not the traditional accidents or car accidents that, uh, you know, are. Pretty prevalent, but. Dad, and we, we sped around your block like a bunch of drug dealers. Excellent. Now we're broadcasting from your porch. Oh. I mean, we're really your neighbors are going to be thinking, "What the fuck just moved in next door?" Yeah, exactly. That's oh. uh, we just need to, you know, let them know what's up. Yosef also has like enough hedges to where if you weren't standing, like this wouldn't be that creepy for the neighbors. But you refuse. You oh, I'm not just, gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna sit you're down not gonna on. Sit? Uh, you're just no, gonna no. lord over us. I like standing. I'm a stander. Mm. You know, I'm. A, I'm a fan of standing. I don't like sitting Indian style. That oh, ever since I was a kid, that bugged me out. You were the first person to complain about no chairs, and now you're the only one standing. No, but I. I don't mind standing. Standing. No, he I'm wants good a with chair standing. to sit in, but if there's no chairs, he's gonna stand. Yeah, I'd rather stand. What's a what Native American? Uh, 
Yeah, you, you got to talk into a mic. I think it's called crisscross now. Say crisscross. Say crisscross, Jesus style. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing with the kids. When did they say that you're not allowed to call it sitting Indian style? When did I, that I just come know in? That that's been a thing for like a while. I mean, it's fucking 2019, man. They're taking this shit too far. They're taking my Indian style? That's my no, I think at this sit. point, why don't the Indians just accept being called Indians? We've been doing it for 150 years. Not only that, I've never seen an Indian sit like this, ever. Not once. Right. If anything, in India, the legit Indians do sit that way. So Ooh. it's actually an appropriate usage of Indian style. Because they do that when they fucking meditate. Oh, so it's actually Indian, not Native American sitting. Yeah. Well, because we're all, Mm. you know, kind of dumb and confused about that. All right. But I think that's, I think that's like legit Indian style. No, I, I, I mean, they are talking about Native American Indians when they say Indian style. Like, if you look at any depiction of fucking Thanksgiving, that's always how they're sitting, waiting for their turkey. It's all cross-legged, on a bench. Um, no, but they, uh, like, yo, so I don't know if you've ever, have you ever read Carlin's books? George Carlin? Yeah. Uh, I read one of them, not the whole thing, but I think a fair chunk of it. So I think in Napalm and Silly Putty, he explains that, like, at the time when Columbus sailed for America, India was actually called Hindustan, right? And it was uh, the, the, uh, the mistranslation of Indians comes from the fact that he was an Italian sailing under the Spanish flag, trying his best to speak Italian in the letters that he sent back. And he referred to the natives there as Indejos or people of God. And that's where so we get... So it's a compliment. Yeah, and that's where we no. get the term Indian from. Not like we... Like, that's what I always heard growing up is that we call them Indians because Columbus mistook America for Which, India. Which, by the way, that I think is you the were, most... I think you were sold the bill of rights. <laughs> I think, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Mike, listen to this story. <laughs> this is this is the true story I love about it. the Indians. That is the most American start to America <laughs> to show up as a foreigner go, hey, you're a bunch of Indians. They're like, no, we're not. No, 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 you are. Like, you're Indians <laughs> Just now. listen, you're Indians. That's what you are, okay? You can, you can tell me whatever the fuck you want, but to me, you're a bunch of Indians, okay? And that's the way we're going to work it. All right? You're brown. I'm white. We're going with my story. Does that work for everybody? Now let's eat some fucking turkey. I'm pretty sure that's how America started. More or less. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> Now, Yosef, just first time home uh, homeowner. Yes, and uh, oh, one week on the uh, on the job. One week being a homeowner. How how recently did you sign? It was a week ago. And did you celebrate, or is it nothing but what the oh, fuck no, did I, I do? I mourned. You mourned. Yeah, because now you're on the hook for something. Oh yeah. Like you're actually everything. Got some responsibility. So tell us, as people probably not going to buy homes. Do you think you're ever going to buy a home in your life? Probably not. Harrington. I mean. Uh, first step would be an apartment. <laughs> first yeah. step would be rent. You got to ease Crawl into before home. you walk. <laughs> I don't. I can't see myself ever getting to the stage where I buy a home. But who knows? Uh, but can can you give the listeners a heads up on some of the dirty tricks uh. from these realtors and what they what you should avoid? Yes, that there. I was. I had major anxiety the day of the closing that morning, right before the closing, because we came to the house. Thinking, okay, we're just going to final walkthrough. They do this walkthrough. They show you all the things. But, like, you really can't do anything. Everything's in motion. So I come into the house. um, You're a real flake if it becomes day of. You do a final walkthrough and say, There would have to be something tremendously wrong. Do you ever, does that, you think there's ever been a guy who bought, before he bought a house, he's like, I need to take a shit in every toilet and make sure they flush properly? Oh, I went to the bathroom in 
I th- at least three out of the four bathrooms. You've taken a shit in three out of the four? Wh- a visit. shit? No, I'm saying, like, we... <laughs> that would be impressive. Um, but, uh... No, like, we, we saw the house, like, four or five times before we actually bought it. There's a it. part that, when you say but four times, go- that's, like, obnoxious, and then you're like, well, it is a, a expensive fucking purchase. Yeah, and it also, like, there's yeah. an... In- even after, like, we were in contracts, there was an inspection. Right. So I was there for that. Um, How many people were you bidding against? They must tell you just to try and get you to close that there are other bidders. We didn't get any real feedback on that. Right. Um, but, um, no, let's get back to that fucking yeah, miserable the day. the dirty tricks. This was, you know, like, you go in when you're seeing the house, when they're presenting it, when they're showing it. They had... They only show it during the day, first of all. I would, I would uh, advise, first off... You first want a nighttime trick, view. You should see it at night, and you should see it during the day. So There um, might be werewolves in there. You don't know. You only saw it during yeah. the day. It's, it's, Big old fucking... See how easy it is to peek in the windows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If we have, like, uh, any room to, Maybe any you know... <laughs> there could be monsters under every single bed. You didn't check it out at night. Exactly. You need, you need the 24-hour coverage... To see what you're getting into. So we go in that day of the fucking walkthrough. And we're walking through the bedrooms. And I, I like, notice that the first bedroom, it just has a little tiny... I don't even know what the fuck they're called. They're the lights on the wall. That, that you, tur- look, you have to turn the knob on. You have to, like, manually it. turn... Not even a knob. One of those tiny little switches... And it just it's it makes like it a, a real bell process. Light. The only other place I've seen that in is hotels, and it irritates the fuck out of me. Because think about the, like you're at a hotel for a nice usually a night. Sometimes you're spending like a whole bunch of money, and sometimes it's actually nicer than your home. Oh, I've and never the little been click at the yeah, at the bedside. I've never been in a home in my entire life where you couldn't just walk in and turn on a light. Hotels, you got to make a whole loop, turn on each of these dumb little fucking lamps, yeah. and then you still don't have enough light to see anything. So welcome to my house. Yes, where that's that's, your, that's what it. That's my life now because I went to the first bedroom and like I look up I'm like oh there's got to be overhead lighting because every time we were in here it was light as a fucking Christmas tree because it was during the day during they the had day. like all their lamps on there's no full overhead blast. lighting in your I entire look up home. there's no overhead lighting in in any of the bedroom or well first in this first bedroom and I'm like hold on there mu- it, there's got to be a light switch at least so I go to the door no fucking light switch in that room. You should get all fun lawyer lamps with like the the good pull string. Oh, the like green ones. Yeah, yeah. Just line them up everywhere. Run the house like so a bank. I thought. I thought. Okay, I'm just in one bedroom that is yeah. might be an anomaly. I go to the second one. Same deal. It's the third whole house. and the fourth. No, it's every single bedroom in the house. How There's old? overhead lighting in the living room and the dining How room. How old That's is fine. the house that they? It's built in the 1920s. Oh, okay. Pretty old. Um, Any asbestos? No. No, all right, that's free good. And clear from that shit. How recently but, was the um, roof redone? Jeez, you're asking the tough questions, Rob. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm curious to know. I, I think it was redone a couple times. The roof's in pretty good shape. That's cool. Um, now, what were some of the but, other dirty tricks that the realtor pulled on well, you? Well, hold so on, first wait. There was this, the this lighting thing is just, yeah. it, and then it just, tur- like, I didn't even know that that was a possibility. I didn't right. know that that actually could exist in a house. It's almost like, wait, none of these windows open? Yeah, it's like <laughs> you wouldn't even along think the to same check lines. it. Yeah, yeah it's like, like wait, these like, are all fake windows? And like the the yeah. the real estate broker is walking around. I'm like, "Hold on, was this the whole time?" He's like, 
I didn't really notice it, yeah, but like he knew. he's, I'm like you he fucking, fucking knew. knew. I was like you, you but told me about every other little thing. Has the same conversation, <laughs> and then you got to fucking flick it like a hotel. Like he knows. <laughs> knows. No, he actually. There was another person who pointed out. He goes, "Yeah, that, that's the elegance of this place. It's like being the in a charm. hotel <laughs> in every room. It's got that old school <laughs> flavor. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's like having lamps everywhere." I remember when I was trying to find uh, apartments when I was moving to the city, and that was I really a fairly miserable experience because I was still trying to get up and do stand-up every night. Uh, that dream has died, but we don't have to get into that. We don't have to yeah, get into that whole breakdown. We'll get that, to that next week. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that, but I remember I was working a full-time job, and then my life would be full-time job, go look in an apartment, take the train back to Connecticut, get home really late at night to wake up the next day and go back to work. That was basically life for a little while. I went to see an apartment that they took what might have been a one-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn and converted it to a four-bedroom thing with no common space except for the kitchen and the bathroom. Oh, that's Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm looking at one bedroom that it's literally, it's maybe, it's a no, I'll tell you, it's the middle of where these two windows are to the end of the porch. That's how small it is for $850 a month. 13 feet by 18. It was a coffin. There was no room for anything. We walk in there and... The person still needs to try and sell you on the room. So they go, firstly, there are other people living. They're going to be cool people. And uh, it's a really happening area. It's a nice block. Now let's take a look at the room. Now here's what's nice about this room. You see how there's a small window? Well, there's a ledge there. So it's almost like you have a built-in shelf. <laughs> I just, see, they, you're like there, really there's always a salesman you're really that's what you're gonna sell me on and, and by the way here's what's cool about this room not just one outlet you know sometimes there's just one outlet this one has two sockets that's how good <laughs> yeah we might be able to negotiate I could not believe some surge protectors I could not believe that she said that to me with a straight face. So what what were some other dirty tricks that the uh, realtors pulled? Not even dirty. Like then, so I continued on. There was um, one bathroom. So the broker he's turning he's turning fucking everything on. He's turning the washer, the the dryer, the washing machine, the just making the, as much noise as possible yeah, so you can't <laughs> hear the ghosts. That's why. Turn on the dishwasher, all the faucets, everything just or was full he even turning it all sure. on? It might have been the ghosts. Ooh, maybe. But um, then we get up to one bathroom, and like, I obviously I need to use the bathroom because that was the last bathroom. Did you actually I say used. to the realtor, "Hey, man, I'm gonna take a shit in here and te- test the plumbing"? Or do you during go, hey, before we bought it or on the walkthrough? No, I'm just saying when you go to the did you realtor, plan this or did you just happen to have to shit when you got here? I, it was I had to piss it was during that walkthrough, but like you but could always like, flush I your sh- piss. Yeah, I. Uh, I didn't plan. Like, I never planned shit. Like you just I had just to shit, shit that often, or yeah, did you come to the house? Pretty often much me. Right. Yeah. Um, but you tell the guy, "Hey, man, I need a minute. I'm going to take a shit." I just say I need to use the bathroom, like a oh, normal okay. person. Yeah. I don't detail don't what, what's going to be happening. I feel like if a guy, the guy took me... one look at it, was like, "No, uh, uh-uh. no, nope, you have to sign, <laughs> sign the paperwork first. <laughs> You're too heavy to, to casually take shit yeah, I'm not, in the I'm house. I'm trying to sell, and then you back out on me." Yeah, so um, so he's turning on the faucets. So he has the the sink and the shower on, and in that one, I go to the bathroom. And I I see that the water's not draining in the sink. I'm like I'm like Jeremy, like this the is water. not draining. Like we had an inspection, like yeah, whatever it was. That he's like, oh, that's strange. Obviously, that's what he's saying. Oh, peculiar. How <laughs> weird. Um, and then he's like. Oh, let me check the shower. He's like, oh, the shower's not draining either. 
I go, what the? F-? I turn to my wife. I'm like, what the fuck is like? I knew this would happen. You know, like you go in, everything's perfect during the inspection. Then day one, everything fucking goes to shit. Yeah, of course. Um, but like, I didn't expect it like literally to be pre day one. How amazing would it be if it was Looney Tune style, like a cardboard cutout of a sink? But there's no real sink. Or there. like the blues, the model yeah, home. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to throw a dish and it just breaks. You're yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Collapses down. Yeah, but um, yeah. So um, I was like. It's, and then he's like, oh, you know, like, usually these things aren't a problem. Like, you just need to snake it. Like, it's a $10 thing. I'm like, I know, like, it's not so the biggest deal. So why the fuck deal. don't you do it so yeah. I don't have to look <laughs> just, at it? Like, why don't you come in here before? Avoided go this whole to the hardware store. Get that shit taken I want to. I just spent the most money on the biggest purchase yeah, of my life. Like, I don't need to. You kind of want to walk into a functioning yes, house. Yes, exactly. Or at least if you know that there's a bunch of work to be done. You already know that. Right. And you, you're going to put whatever extra Don't wait till in. you take it a okay, shower. So what is yeah. it any other, any other dirty tricks? So the first one is see the house at night because the there's lighting, some things that you're yeah. not going to notice if you only see it during the day. Any other like just smart ideas that you'd have for someone buying a home for the first time? No, I think the, the rest of it is just kind of, I was saying like kind of getting used to like, it doesn't feel like my house yet, even though it's, hundred well, percent. Because the family is not here. Well, and everything's not moved in, and but it's more about like. Um, were you guys just, both you know, into like, it, hmm? like you and your wife, or was it kind of a compromise, yeah, we're both or into you're it. both like this was a good find? Definitely both into it. Um, but we, but like it's more of the, like, where I currently live and have lived the past seven years. Like, I could I could be blindfolded, right, and just know every little step and nook and cranny of the house or whatever the fuck we're in multi first floor of whatever the point um, is you're gonna walk around late at night getting snacks and stub and your toe a lot yeah, yeah like I saw in the basement there's this, this tiny little step up to the where the washer and dryer are it's it's barely even noticeable but I'm like oh that's about 20 stub toes before like I actually right. remember that this shit is here right like I, I just you could just build that in but like even walking through I felt like like coming here tonight like I felt like I was breaking into a house because well, yeah, it keys, just doesn't feel like yours yet yeah, yeah. Harrington like, do you have something on home ownership no, what, what I'm wondering is like the in my mind right I think the move has to be if you know you're gonna get outbid on a place but they're still letting you fucking like tour it. You know, like if you've, if you've hit your max point and the realtor's coming back to you and being like, eh, it's going to take another 30, 40 grand to get oh, it done. Are you, are you within your moral right to upper decker them? <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's a, that's a funny move when they try and pull like, yeah. No, you go in as, uh, later and like you have no intention of going up, but like. Absolutely you not. Need a sh- you need a. Sh- or even you know, just shitting and not bus. flushing is kind of funny. <laughs> in, each, in each toilet. In each toilet. <laughs> How did he even have this much shit in him? <laughs> did, he, did he just cut it off? And <laughs> just bring some from home? I mean, he bags. A, this is clearly not fresh. What, did he this have is, lunch and come back? This is day old shit. <laughs> day old shit. <laughs> Doing testing on the, on the logs. All right, I want to talk about. Dating. I mean, uh, me and Dave did a uh, pork fest, which was which was really cool. We went up to not to uh, be confused with porch fest, which not, this is. No, this is the beginning of porch fest. Which, by the way, we still have a. I got a pretty exciting porch tour lined up. I'm gonna be uh, next week out in. Uh, well, we don't have to say where, but we got a smart, sexy college professor that's hosting me. Wait. We're gonna learn some philosophy. Oh yeah. Uh, me? Then, As in you? No, or just we're me. all invited. Solo trip. Oh. Uh, then 
He won't let me go and fuck this. He won't let me go and fuck this hot college professor's mom. Uh, then we're. Oh, uh, he's editing that. <laughs> oh, he's gonna edit that little pussy. No, no edits. No edits. He's, he's not even giving we the are, location. We are not. We're not editing these uh, these podcasts right. anymore. The fans like he doesn't, he doesn't fans, want anybody like it raw and unfiltered. Yeah, no, exactly. I want to get some actual. You, you don't even want to give the city that it's happening. I want to get some actual philosophy education, and I think you idiots are just gonna step on mm. any educated conversation. Uh, so, okay. in order Be- that I can go down there and really learn something, go down exactly. I'm going slowly (laughs) because i know that she listens hot professor lady tell your mom i'm single (laughs) dm me at dm harrington and and harrington will uh really put in his time if you can just give him a place to stay stay, yeah Yeah. that's really (laughs) all right there i will i will 100 percent eat sectogenarian box for a place to stay (laughs) but to harrington's credit he doesn't look like a guy who, like, he seems to be keeping clean somehow. I don't want to know what the procedure is, but he's not showing up dirty anywhere. A lot so. of bird baths. A lot of bird well, baths. Well, it's working for you. He's got bird baths down to a science. Maybe <laughs> maybe that can be the next instructor video. The this one was on, yeah, this one was on buying your first house. Yours can be on how to take a proper take, bird he bath. He takes whore baths at the gas <laughs> digital bidet. Is well, that what it is? Oh, God. No, if the, uh, you know, Just if you time splashes it. splashes the pits. If you right. time it right, there's certain fountains in Central Park that, uh. No. <laughs> Just got to know the schedule. Yeah. Uh, okay. Summer porch tour. We're on it. This is episode one. No furniture, no beers, but we're porching out hard. I'm digging this stuff. Why do you got to, how about the good things? Well, I'm saying it's nice. You, you bought your new no home, bugs. but, you know, porches no and bugs. This is actually, oh, I'm actually getting eaten up like crazy. Are you really? That's I, I'm standing. Yeah, you're an asshole. Of, they're all coming after me. Uh, we're well, also we're sacrificing you to the. Bugs. We're going to do a crossover show, uh, Super Stone podcast with the uh, Broad Topics ladies. Uh, that's going to be a fun one that we got and, lined up. And we have July Fourth lined up. We got July Fourth with the uh, with the Shed, shed Boys, cast, yeah. the Shed the Shed Cast, and then we've got in August up in New Paltz, uh, some guy whose wife has great titties invited us over for some barbecue. Um, yeah. And then I think I'm going to do another one with Max uh, Max Sklar, really smart, like, Yale dude who does a lot of uh, tech stuff. He's building the robots that are going to ruin the world. So Hell I yeah. try and keep tabs on that kid. He builds algorithms for major uh, tech companies. That's above uh, uh, my uh, brain power. Yeah, so I we maybe – and then we're, we got to come back here for a barbecue and chairs. So we're going to do at least one, more, one more at Yosef. So – there might only be about one opening left for the entire <laughs> wait summer porch sell it, tour. Rob. There might just there's, be. There's only one, guys. There's only just, one. You know, hit us oh, up. Oh, wait, wait. But let me throw this out there. I'm, I'm planning on taking a little trip up to Maine. I want to go up to Maine for uh, for because a couple of days. Because New Hampshire the, wasn't too, uh, far enough. Up in the Portland area. I want to hike Mount aren't Washington. You, aren't you already doing that? What do you mean? Going to Mount Washington or Port whatever that thing no, you no, I'm just planning, said was? I'm planning on uh, spending a day in Portland, also uh, hiking Mount Washington. So if for some reason you live out in those areas and you got a porch, let's fucking porch tour. So hit me up, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. Now, I talk a lot about uh, being a libertarian and how advanced I think the world would be if we just had open and free markets and the technolo- technological developments that could come through for us. Uh, but let me tell you, I was up at this pork fest thing, which was a freedom festival uh, celebrating liberty, trying to get people to move up to New Hampshire. There were so many dicks. 
What do you mean? There's, I know for a fact there were so many, so many penises up there. No, people were cool, and there how were many, there were women. No, 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 how many hot chicks? How many? I would say how actually, many, how many legitimately attractive women? Well, I have low standards. That's yeah, a hard question down to answer. Bring it down. But especially if I'm more or less than Skankfest. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good question. More or less hot chicks than Skankfest. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with. Well, all right. I was gonna say more. But I think the more accurate statement might be: firstly, there were a fair amount of families at Porkfest, which was odd, and then a lot of milfs. These chicks up there were, were pretty were pretty damn good looking. Like I was surprised. So a higher ratio. No, so but here was the th- maybe a higher ratio. I don't know. But women were not unattractive up there. Like there, I don't, I, I didn't see like an abundance of single women running around. But there were some really hot chicks up there. But the ones who were, yeah, were fucking game for the fire. Well, no, I didn't get I didn't get any action up there, but it was everyone was pleasant. I had a good time. Trying to talk you up, but oh yeah, just dude, I got happen. I got so much ass everywhere I go. Women are just running after me, so nobody, you know nobody cares what happened at Porkfest. Just lie. <laughs> it's like your fucking trip to Canada, in fucking tenth grade. Wait, do you guys go to Canada in tenth grade? No, I'm just saying like oh, how everybody like, had a girlfriend they met at Niagara Falls. Right, right, right. You I got I mean? you. You can make it up. But anyways, in this advanced, that's the only time I got anything growing up yeah. at Niagara Falls. Oh no! Just your fake those Canadian trips, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! So when I'm up in Porkfest, I think we're gonna have all this advanced technology coming to life. And their system for uh, checking your parking was you had to put one of those dumb stickers on your window. You know those dumb stickers that like just take forever to fucking scrape off. It's usually if you get a parking ticket, they'll slap that shit on. Oh, like one of those annoying. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, yeah. That was their system oh, for checking yeah. parking. They couldn't even give you a tag. They, you needed an actual sticker that you had to put on your window. So I'm questioning all my libertarian thoughts right now. The, the, the supposed grand technology was the world's worst system for checking parking. All right, fair enough. Yeah, Moving they on. Weren't, like, here's the thing, right? They, were, like, they didn't own the venue, did they? Nah, they were renting it. Yeah, like that's my thing. You can't totally put that on them, you know? Like in a free libertarian society, the assholes who run that venue with their outdated parking system would have been run out years ago if there not you for go. government subsidy. There you go. Harrington's coming back, bringing around full circle. All right, a couple news topics I want to get into, and then we've got uh, some uh, some life experts that are uh, special guests on the podcast for tonight. First, any of you guys bother watching the debate at all last night? Now, Hell no. I, I just I, got it from I I, uh, I checked all the memes today. Does yeah. That count? Yeah, sure. I mean, okay. No, I mean it's like literally enough. the only thing I saw was Beto O'Rourke spoke Spanish. Right. And Cory Booker was like, "Say what?" <laughs> <laughs> I joked on Twitter that when uh Cory Booker's thing doesn't work out, he should just become a ninja turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Lewis are Donatello. Yeah, basically. Uh, I got to be honest, that Spanish thing kind of bugged me out. I was not, that that kind of annoyed me. There's too much immigration stuff going on that it just kind of annoyed me. I I didn't see it, but did he translate what he said in English? No, he he started the answers by talking in Spanish, and then he would like, he would give a short answer in Spanish, and then he would give his answer in English. But was it the same But Spanish first. No, no. I'm, what I I'm mean, I don't. Is, I don't speak Spanish. For all I know, well, he goes. Yeah, no. For all I know, in Spanish, he was going. We're going to kill all the white people. Yeah, exactly. We're going to take their wealth. So just make sure that you vote for me. And then he would go back to English and go. I'm here for everybody. Okay. Exactly. Anyway, I just think they need to herd, thin the herd before I can start giving it like giving a shit. There's just too many of them. Well, they it's already just, they already yeah. started because last night's was the like 
the like B squad. It was B squad, and then tonight's A squad. Yeah, how did it be more interesting? How did Corey there? How did Corey Booker get on? I thought his whole thing was like, uh, like, hey, you need like one hundred and fifty thousand donors or something. Oh, yeah, I don't know what their criteria. He was doing some kind of a big push on Twitter to get donors so that he could make it to the debates. Oh. So maybe that's why he got relegated. I mean, to the De Blasio was there. I, I so I just and he's like pulling it like zero point something. So I just figured, and he, I think we could have been there. I think you just have to say, "Yo, you're a Democrat we're running." Assholes. Next time, no matter what it is, opposition party, we just need to fucking we just need show to put up. our names on the ticket just so we can get on that first debate and plug the podcast. Right. That's it. You know, I detailed my economic plan on Run Your Mouth Podcast with Robert. Just Bernstein. keep plugging it. Just keep plugging yeah, every yeah. single turn. Not That's bad. all you do. Well, for next year. For, I mean, in four years from four now. Years. We just got to look up what the criteria is. <laughs> yeah. You'll Hell probably you. get around to it in 2020. Mike, did you have anyway. something on the debate you wanted to throw in there? Oh, okay. Uh, now, here was the other big news story. You had those, uh, th- this was tragic. You had those uh, two people that were found dead in the river trying to cross. If you ask me, that's proof of the why, the fact that we have to absolutely shut down the border so that people stop taking these risks. There should be, they should know if they're trying to come over, there's no chance of entry so that people stop putting their lives in danger. But anyways, it was a tragic picture, and the result of that was that they passed a $4.6 billion budget because of the really just the horrible imagery of the corpses. And I think the takeaway is instead of like the inflatable rats at union rallies, you just got to get some, you know, some corpses. That should be the new, <laughs> that should be the new thing. Maybe inflatable corpses. <laughs> Yo, I was, yeah. Is that $4.2 billion budget just to put alligators in the river? Maybe. Maybe that, that could be do, the move. Dude, fuck a wall. Just fuck put, a wall. Put just gators some, everywhere. Just some gators fucking, are cheap. Just some, just some, just some gators. Um, all right, now I, I do want to talk about uh, Skankfest a little bit, which was a lot of fun. We were all uh, we were all there. First is, I mean, there were two highlights of the weekend. We'll talk about the Louis thing in a second. There were really the only two things that I really caught, but they, the entire for the half hour of entertainment that I actually caught, it was worth whatever these people paid in admissions. One of the things was Louis making an appearance, being absolutely hilarious, which I want to discuss. But the other thing was Harrington's fight with Lewis. Now I still don't know to what extent that was wrestling or a legitimate fight, but I can tell you that I've, in terms of entertainment, I've never been that captivated. The energy of the room was like one of, and I've gone to like playoff events of teams that I love. I've seen people win. I'm just telling you the energy of that room was one of the most electric things. And I, I was nervous for Harrington. Harrington stepped in there and I was standing there nervous. Am I about to see my friend get hurt? I really don't want to see anyone get hurt. And then it just turned into the most entertaining thing with uh, Lewis going through a table, people screaming, literally chanting, this is awesome. And then, uh, uh, by the way, I was so fucking drunk and stoned when Ari took down his pants, I really thought he was going to put his dick into Lewis's mouth. And I didn't want to have to see that. And I just yelled at the top of my lungs like, no! <laughs> and then no one else was yelling. I just felt like a total idiot. But Harrington, can you tell us a little bit about the backstage and what that, because that was, I, I mean, of just entertaining things I've seen in my life, that was absolutely one of the most, the best spectacles I've ever seen. Listen, it happened in a pro wrestling ring. Which means at no point can I tell you what happened backstage on a microphone. Right. Okay. Right? That's fair just, enough. That's the code. No, of, but tell us this: was it was it an absolute thrill for you? Were you nervous getting buddy, out there, or was it just was that one of the funnest things you've ever done? It is beyond a shadow of a doubt. In now two plus years of working in entertainment, the most fun thing I have ever done. Dude. But when you say working in entertainment, that includes 
broadcasting on porches, you know, so the yes. tier of, yeah. Just being an entertainer. Well, that you was know? a big week for you. Co-hosted the Believe in Me podcast. Yes, sir. You got to wrestle, and you lost your job. You know, it was like real topsy-turning. Big week. <laughs> real big week. I was, by the way, I, along those lines, I, I was, I, this is like five years ago, I was having a conversation with uh, Mark uh, Norman about how weird it is when you're killing at comedy clubs and then the next morning you got to wake up and get back to normal life. Now, I, I, I no longer am in the same headspace I was then, but four years ago I thought, man, am I going to have a fucking comedy career? And I remember there were a couple times that I would be at Stand Up New York doing check spots, murdering, and then going back to school the next morning when like I fucking hated school and was failing out of it. And it was a weird thing going from killing at a comedy club at night and in your head thinking, oh, I'm going to be a professional comic. It's just like a matter of showing up here for another year and people recognizing me to being in school the next day in subjects that you're failing. It was like a weird just like top of the world feeling to bottom of misery within a 24-hour time period. It was just kind of like a weird mental space. Yeah. He was saying he had where he was like opening up for Amy Schumer and killing in stadiums and then showing up to his day job the next day where he was a janitor. That's just like Jesus. a weird, you know what I mean? That's like a weird fall off from it. And that's just kind of part of trying to do this as a career. Why? So I, I can only imagine what that kind of high to, you know what I mean? That's just like, it's a weird thing to experience. Most people don't really kind of, have highlights and then buy, like at, in the same week. If you're opening for Amy Schumer in a, in a theater, why right. are you still working your day job? Because I, I all right. Firstly, let's be. I might have my facts wrong between opening for Amy. That might have been when she was still in. Uh, that might still be clubs. I could be wrong on my facts on that, or it might have been opening for someone else. The other thing is, if you're still trying to put your career together and you maybe have one or two gigs with somebody, that's not enough to go. Hey, I can quit my day job, kind of thing. That's just the reality of it. Also, don't let me speak for Mark. That conversation happened five years ago. He might have been embe- he might have been embellishing, and I might have all the details wrong. So you know, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was this was legitimately that hypercycled, right? Because yeah. like all week, I was just talking shit. Because like that's my job, right? Like real hype in the fight. Realistically, <clears throat> all I'm gonna say is it was Louis J. Gomez's festival. Yeah. Right, he brought in Capital Wrestling. Uh, he's the one who had the wrestling ring installed. You know what I mean? Like everything about this festival is like a celebration of one man's like dark, twisted, you know, fucking imagination. So there was a zero percent chance I was going to win that fight. Right, right. But just like there was a zero percent chance Conor McGregor was going to beat Floyd Mayweather, his job over the course of four months, five months was to build a compelling enough narrative that he had a fucking puncher's chance right. of knocking out and the greatest of all And you were a man with nothing to lose. And that was my whole literally. thing, dude. I literally just kept leaning into I have nothing to lose. And with milkshakes lose. on your side. And I, I, I feel like I did the best possible build I could have to this fight, right? Like, the only thing I missed out on that would have been better is if I walked out to my battle uh, uh, at Comedy Fight Club and I right. brought Kim a milkshake on the dais. There you go. That would have been the only thing I could have done funnier than what I actually did. But, like, I got nothing but love and praise from fans leading up to it. A lot of people were like, Lewis is gonna kill you. <laughs> you know, like, I got a lot of that. But, like, at the same time, I got a lot of fucking, like, yo, man, you got one shot. Make that 5K, right. baby. Like, I'm fucking rooting for you. And it was like, fun. 
I felt it the most. Like, I got to cut a full wrestling promo. And that, to me, is a dream come true, dude. As somebody who grew up watching Attitude Era Wrestling, to cut a full heel promo and have the whole crowd booing me the moment I walk out and doing the stone cold, like, what? After everything I said. When is that coming out, just so the people listening can actually watch it? Uh, I think It's on Capital Wrestling. If you guys don't remember, uh, they were were on an episode of the Summer Porch Tour a year back. And what I can tell you is it really was one of the funnest spectacles I've ever watched. Were you there for the for the wrestling match? Uh yeah, fuck yeah, I was. That shit was awesome. And you agree with that was just one of the yeah, most no, entertaining. Yeah, no, I love wrestling in general, yeah. but that was especially like spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. And it, Lewis did a highlight pretty, of the weekend. Yeah, Lewis did a pretty good job of uh firstly you did a great job of selling being knocked out and on the floor. I mean, I was on the side actually concerned like he got choked oh, slammed through that through that door. Get, did he get choked and then Lewis did I mean the whole thing was just such a fantastic spectacle and it, it was great. Uh, now, I mean, dude, I had comedians running right. over to the ring like fucking, you know, like, uh, oh, my God, are you okay? We got to right. pull you out of here. And I was like, get out of here. You're ruining right. the sight lines. You're ruining the cameras. <laughs> now, I got a tough question for you, but yeah. I think uh, you're a tough guy. You can handle it. I would hate being asked this question. If you ask me this about my comedy career, I would I would run for the hills. But yeah. so for you, we're all rooting for you. What do you got? Line? What, what's what, what's the next? Uh, what's the next? What's move? What's the move here? What, 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 what do you got planned? What do you got in store for the people? Uh, I mean, you know, my, uh, so the God's honest truth is, right? Yeah. Like way before, like we don't actually settle HR disputes <laughs> in a wrestling through gas ring. digital, uh, like it, through hand to hand combat, right? Right. Like, that's a, that's a great misnomer about this company, right? Right. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is Lewis and I had a conversation about, obviously, you know, like I do, I need the flexibility to where I can work a job that is going to pay me, you know, like uh, I'm a 31 year old man. You know what I mean? Sure, like, you're going to find a day job. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I want to be uh, not only that, like I'm going to continue to work in production in yeah. this field and grow on the best show, like one of the biggest shows on the network. You're saying, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm going to stay working in this field, maybe not in a place that I love. Right. You know what I mean? Like if I have to do true crime podcasts or whatever, like whatever the case may You're be. You're going to go find a production I'm job and get paid. I'm going to continue to work in audio production um, as like my day job, but the I'm going to continue to work with Gas Digital because I do believe in the brand. I do believe it's a company that is going to be worth, you know, a billion dollars in five years, you know, and I do, I do want to be on that ground floor, um, especially on the second biggest show on the network where I am, you know, I, I got to co-host it, you know? Hell yeah, man. I like it. It's a dream. Like, honestly, if Lewis had come to me, I, I came to Lewis asking for like this kind of a Godfather deal a year ago and I got denied. So So. there you go. You got, you got exactly what you wanted. So now let's talk about, were you there when Louis took the stage at Skankfest? Hell yeah, I was. So that was such a treat and it was amazing the reception that he got and that we all got to be there for it and that he did incredible comedy. The whole thing. The room was shaking, shaking. It was unbelievable. It was, that was an incredible moment just to be there for that and to see the joy that everyone had that he had dropped in. The joy that he had. Yeah, because I think... His face was even like, thank God, thank yeah, God Yeah, people for still once. like me. It was like an expression of love of like us being like, dude, please come back, do your thing. And uh, now what's interesting about it is that there's been online outrage over the fact that it happened. And all I, here's my take on this. I'd love to see an actual polling of public opinion because I don't it's think It's such a most, small percentage, yes. but they're so loud. It's like and a couple of dozen people. That's it. And it, they're so loud where it's like, they're, it's almost thought policing that we all kind of have to live in this reality that we have to fabricate, like we have to 
take our own opinions and go, what I think isn't true because everyone else seems to think something and then the reality, it's like the emperor that wore no clothes. There isn't this huge constituency of the 90% of the population thinks he's rotten and we're the 10% that doesn't really think that this whole thing matters. But for some reason, they're so loud and they're so dominant in the media. It really just kind of, it's like it controls your fucking brain and your own opinions. I, I wish that there was a better way of just, you know, Twitter yelling back and forth for us to see some real numbers about who actually gives a shit about this. Way more. Way more people want to see him and want to see comedy than, than were upset that he performed there. Yes. And then did you see what the Brooklyn Bazaar said? Oh, yeah, and then they apologized they're, they're afterwards. Not only that, saying, like, oh, you know, the, the Skanks fans were rowdy. Not right. for nothing, the bartender, when Louis was downstairs, the bartender ran away from Dude. the bar so no one could, like, get drinks to go, like, hey, oh, my God, I'm I a saw huge security fan. step into the room because they were like, oh, this is cool. I want to watch it. You know what I mean? Oh, but they, they were at the risk. The venue was they full were, of shit. Know. Dude. And, and the other thing is the women at the festival loved that he was there. They loved the, the it. Bartenders I didn't see, were all girls. I didn't, and they see, went I didn't see a single chick walk out of the room and protest. You think he's going to do that again? Well, that's <laughs> for sure. You think he's going to pull someone in a room and be like, can I just one more time jerk off in front of like, he's Not only is he done with that, but it, it shouldn't have been in the first place. All right. Dude, it, yeah. I swear to you, I'm so mad at every girl at Skankfest who didn't ask to jerk off in front of him. Oh, in front of him? Just to even the score a little yeah, bit. Yeah, dude. Like, Normalize up, it. If you are a right. funny chick. Be like right. if you're really if if it's funny first for you, you'll as try kid, your darndest. You will fucking flick bean in front of this man just to say you did it. Just in the hallway, like the hallway yeah. should have just been even without like, his permission. Because what the fuck is yeah, he gonna dude, do? The hallway should have been nothing but chicks flicking beans in front of Louis, and he just has to go. <laughs> uh, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> but like yo, I there like you know I did hear like Corinne Fisher was like, oh, I stayed because I was fascinated and I wanted to see what happened, and I was just like, they're in a tough spot. It sucks to be them. In that, yeah. in that they can Well, they can't, built that, yeah. I, I mean, listen, yeah. I'm a big fan of money, and it's particularly cool to make money doing something creative. Yeah. And it really sucks when your audience happens to be the group of people that have this opinion that he's the most rotten thing ever. And when you're getting paid real money by the people that kind of control media and have this perspective, you kind of have to walk the party line. And I don't fault them for it. It just kind of sucks. Here's my question, though. Are their fans really the ones who are looking at him and being like, he's the well, worst thing in the world? Or do Corinne and Christina have a, uh, did they owe it to comedy, right? Like, did they owe it to the comedy and to their fans to be like, look, there are some misconceptions here. I think you they know, got you caught. You are taking up. away yeah. uh, women's, you're taking away women's autonomy, uh, by getting mad at a guy who asked for women's consent. Right. And women gave that, right? Now, a woman could have been sitting there saying, this might help my career, but that's still a choice she made in that moment. She was never promised that. She was never guaranteed that. And if you are really the anti-slut-shaming podcast, right, for you to sit there and be like, well, he took advantage. You are taking away autonomy from women. And I think that's fucked up. I think the issue is, and I take the, I borrow this. You will not read this in the book so you've been publicly shamed. But I read that book a while ago, and I took this as, I think we live in a culture, there's a little bit of a lottery attitude here, where we all want to think, like, hey, I could be a winner. There's nothing special about that guy. Any one of us can be a winner. And so what we like about that is to take random individuals and throw them up to the top really, really quick and get them there quickly so we can all think, hey, it could be any one of us. 
You know what I mean? Any one of us could be that superstar. It just happens to be that they got their lucky break. I could get my lucky break. There's no difference. And, like, we like to pile on. We like winners. But you know what else we like doing? We like taking the winners and pulling them right down and going, hey, they're just like me. They could be down here, too. Fuck that. We love... Th- we love. What makes him so special? We love throwing them up real quick to go, hey, any of us could be up there, and we love sucking them back down just as quick. The problem with the, uh, with the uh, guys we fucked girls is, uh, well, twofold. Firstly, I mean, I think they made real money on a book deal. So they're, they're, they're at the mercy of the system that there are people who will cut them real checks who are working in media. So they're in the system. It's like when Tracy sure. Morgan had to apologize for that stuff. Also, like a year ago, somebody was going through their fucking archive and brought up some some funny line that they had about, like, if I'm going to be with a black guy, I want it to be like a real black guy. Like, that, not one of these nerdy... Yeah, I understand yeah. the joke... And they got in trouble for that to the point that they had to go back and kind of apologize yeah, to it. Yeah, got killed for that. Yeah, they had to, like, restate. So they live in the world and now. And fucking, yo, her partner hung her out to dry. Yeah, because they live in the world now where now, like, that they're in that kind of PC leftist camp. They're good people to now be taken down. And so they just got to walk the party line. And that sucks because they also kind of hang out in comedy worlds and... I, I think when they say, hey, I, I, I feel what Louie did was terrible, they're kind of being full of shit. I don't think that that's probably their real perspective. Although I could be wrong. I could be 100% wrong. But with that being said, I respect, hey, you're making a living at something that I'm not. God bless. Yeah, Walk the fucking party line. Make that paycheck. I don't, you know, opinions don't, they're not lucrative. They don't pay me any money. Don't don't have opinions. But put out funny shit that you, like it's more fun to sit, to, to just come up with funny shit that has nothing to do with opinions. If someone's paying you for that, I don't give a fuck. You know what, I don't know. I'm ranting. I've got a question. Please. How many people knew that he was like, showing no up? One. Or, Maybe or three like, people. It was like a deep, deep yeah. rumor. I mean, I work. It was a deep rumor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was not. So I. But it wasn't a, was it a inner, surprise. In, like I'm yeah. inner inner or, circle. Or were people like around, like saying like, oh, it's gonna, it might happen at X time on this day. Yeah, like, so so what I had to like was, be uh, standby. Like so, Lewis pulled me aside uh, Friday night, and he's like, "Yo, we got a problem, right?" And we, he pulls me up the street, and he hands me his phone, and it's a text from another comedian, and it just says, uh, "Louis checked out your special. He fucking loved it." Um, you know, he really likes... That's likes the coolest thing ever, by that, the way. Right? That is That's so what fucking I popped cool. for, dude. I was like, yo, Louie loved that your special. That is so cool. Because Louis had, like, a great Louis chunk yeah. in his special, and I think that's, like, you know, whatever. Uh, and he said he likes what you build here for Skankfest. He wants to stop by tomorrow and check it out, and I think it might have said on there he might even do a set. I don't even know if it said that, right? But the whole idea was, like, Louis's going to come by, maybe check it out tomorrow. We'll keep you posted. And that's as much as anybody knew going into Saturday morning. Right. And like throughout the day, obviously, he showed up at some point. Apparently, he was just wandering around for like three hours checking out the festival way before he went up. Uh, but no, there was no like announcement. There was no. He was feeling the vibes and he's like, these really are garbage people. I can fit in here now. <laughs> They'll like me. These, these are my people. <laughs> these are people I could jerk off in yeah, front of. <laughs> they would love it. <laughs> Yo, you know how fucking much that room would have popped if Lou was just like, just hey, it out. hey, is anybody not. Cool with me jerking off in front of you. I feel like leave now, and he just got full consent. He should he should go on the whip it out tour and (laughs) open up every set by jerking off in front of the cow, the crowd that he's performing, and really normalize seeing his penis. You know what I mean? Like, hey, listen, you're being a bunch of babies about it. I'm going on tour. The entire country's coming out to see my penis. So I don't know. (laughs) Then he's got to do a full set after coming. 
No, no, I think no. He doesn't have to come to completion. Just get it hard in front. So of the you crowd. want him to do a full set with blue balls? Yeah, no, no you got to come. Not, once not, you start, you got to finish. Nah, that's ridiculous. You know how many no, times I've started and not finished. Because then he'll be thinking about it during the set. Sometimes I start, you run an errand, you come back. It like it. Like, <laughs> Remind I, me to never shake your hand <laughs> while you're running an errand. Most of the time, if you see me walking around Gas Digital amped up, that means I'm between stroking. <laughs> That's my way of staying in the zone while working my day. And then if he did that and someone was like, can you believe you know, he jerked off in yeah. front of those women? It's like, yeah, yeah that, that's his opener now. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's doing. It's the whip that's it like out tour. Thing. Did you not realize? It says right on the tickets, Louis yeah, the, will jerk off I've in front of every person. I've seen it three times this week. It's spectacular. Look, I've seen his set list for Dayton, Columbus, <laughs> and Cleveland. It all started with three minutes of jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unless anyone else has uh, any news stories or uh, topics that they'd like to bring up, I want to bring out our lifestyle expert. That's what we're doing on the Summer Porch Tour. We're trying to get outside in New York City, meet new people, have new experiences, and leave our bubble of what's the best way and, you know, explore life, see if people have some better ideas. So uh, we have, I, you're going to have to come on air, introduce yourself, and tell us your uh, your specialty in this life philosophy you have that's helping you get ahead in life and drive awesome convertibles and get laid a whole bunch. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um... Yeah, I am not getting ahead in life at all. Um, this just turned into an intervention. <laughs> that guy just fucking cracked. $50,000 porch. I am sleeping in my parents' basement, having no shame in slaying pussy. It's not really too admirable. But I am still getting pussy. That's the, you know, so it's like, no shame. Which, at the end of the day, that's what matters. Kinda. And treating your parents with respect. But with that said... There's two things I love. <laughs> <laughs> it's pussy and respect in my mom. No, I feel like that's respectful to your parents that at least they know that you're getting laid. They don't have to worry about you. They're like, sure, he's living in my basement, but he's fucking slaying puss, so... He's got something figured like he out. He drains his balls twice a week, yeah. so I can't be mad. We're gonna get some grandkids soon. I mean, he, he's banging down there. <laughs> This is my rule. I, I, tr I try to uphold a certain standard opposed to when I had my own place to where I could take those straggling gutter rats home that are fours, a hard four, if that, opposed to having respect for the parents where they got to be a seven or above and they have to at least have a... a you don't want your dad peeking out the window like, what's this yeah. fucking four doing no, in my son's... No trannies when you're living at home. You can't do that to your yeah, parents. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, you gotta have your you own place for them that. enough. Yeah. No experimental shit at the parents' house. I've, I've done that when I was younger. That's <laughs> not the train. Are we talking trannies? <laughs> no, I've never done that. He experimented. Just, yeah, why have I got a prize? <laughs> let let uh, the guy I'll have his moment. Yeah. Just generally throwing it out there. What are we talking? We're talking pegging. We're talking piss play. <laughs> the only time I've pissed on <laughs> girls is in the shower. G Mike really it's wants some clean. details. Uh, in a way, I, I, it I, don't count in the shower. I've peed on yeah. so many girls in the shower. I've never peed on a girl outside the shower. Does not count. It's funny in you the shower. You shower with a lot of chicks? Yeah, all the time. It's just so funny because you're all sweaty afterwards. So it's like, let's jump in the shower. All right. And then you're in the shower, so it's like you pee on their leg. It's cute. It's like, it's funny. Like, are you peeing on me? Like, if you do it outside the shower, it's like, are you peeing on me? But in the shower, it's like, it's are cute. you peeing on me? Like, I mean, shower or not, you can never aim for the mouth. I mean, when peeing on someone. 
Oh, you can't know. even you can't even go anywhere close there. What about um, in someone's asshole? Is that funny? <laughs> is that um, okay? You ask them to bend over no, to pick up the soap and you just, you just start pissing into their asshole? <laughs> just open the asshole pee. Yeah, and just start peeing into it. That's warm. What is Oh, my God. You're feeling warm. <laughs> I think it's fair yeah. to play anything but the mouth. How north have you pissed on a chick? Like I said, I've only gotten ah, waste in blood. Basically everything but the mouth. Face though, like yeah, okay. it's in the shower. It was with an ex-girlfriend. It wasn't some mutt. So it's like there was that respect there. Air quotes. Is she, is she lying down if you're getting it on her face, but not Neat in the mouth? Knees, like looking up, like like kind of like you know, in the motion of like sucking you know, your cock. She in gets the on the knees, like towards where the shower. So it's like is. having the world's biggest cum shot on your girlfriend's face, but it's urine. Y- yes, while the shower had the water. Now was she into this? Or were you she's just into it or not? I'm into it. That's I don't give a fuck. When I All want right, my well, dick sucked, I want my listen, dick sucked. I was promised some life philosophy that was going to help our and listeners get ahead in life, and this really took a turn for the weird. I've learned that you can pee on women in the showers, just not out of the showers. Yeah. I don't really think I want to piss on women at all. If a chick gets pissed that you pee- well, <laughs> pissed, but if a chick gets upset yeah. that you peed on her in the shower, like as a joke, she's not the one. I gotta be. I feel like. Shower time's me time. I don't want to shower with you. I don't want to be showered with. I want to just hop in the shower and uh, rinse you off. Never, you never had a girl. You rinse like, off. I'll rinse off. We don't have shower. to do it together. No, I'm not into that at all. Harrington's got something on this. Harrington's fucking itching. I mean, like there is something to be said for like, like a chick washing your balls. You've never had that. I got it. The one time I showered with the chick, it was with a girlfriend. I was with her for a while, and she told me she's like. Listen, I, I, I once was like, hey, let's say, and she's like, it's not actually fun or romantic. You just end up getting shit splashed on you. You have different opinions of what no, temperature please, you want the water to out. be. Please don't use. And I'm just, and I agreed with her. We did it for like a minute. I was like, all right, you, you enjoy the shower. I'll, I'll shower after but, you. But yeah, if I may ask, did you really agree with her though? I like, from, in your, in your yeah. mind, would did, did you really agree with her, or are you just respecting her, or like? Do you want to push her and be like, yeah, like, come on, like, get what I'm saying? Like, we might have I do it as a, a time saver, like practical. You mean just like to share we, the shower? Yeah, we don't like, have time. We, we got kids to get back yeah, to. Yeah, that's where we it got gets to, like, just we, like, okay, like, I guess, I guess we just going to have to tag team this It's one. like when the roommate goes, hey, I want to shower, and they're like, I was about to shower. But right. in this case, they're like, well, we can just share the shower. Yeah. And I'll pee on you. I get it. Exactly. I'm starting to understand because I need to go better. to the bathroom. Also, like, yeah. I need to piss. Yeah, no, I get like, it. You just need to. So, what about one of those epic shits you took? Is that shower time? Oh yeah, for sure. Like you know, like Wait, when it's when there's a time crunch, like you will just... you shit with your chick in the bathroom? Uh, yeah. No. From day one. Oh, what? I've I've done it numerous times. Have you shit in front of her? Yo. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That's. I got a fun one. Yo, you ever have a you ever have a chick sit on the yes, toilet? Yes, I've yes, I've got. No, it. no, oh. ew, gross, well, disgusting. I think that's where you're going. I was like, oh, I hate I was, that you said, have a blumpkin story. Just tell it. I mean, I think. Wait, how you do gr- not have a blumpkin? You haven't lived unless you've gotten a blumpkin. No, I'm sorry that I respect what? women like wait, at wait, least wait, that wait, little wait, bit. Hold on, what the fuck's a blumpkin? Oh no! Stop it! Shut up! Uh, lay it on Stop me. Stop it! Really? Doggy. Doggy. I'm apparently uh, the the prude of this group. I let Danny tell it because he's actually lived it. You you never yeah. I've never got you've gotten one. Man, have you gotten one, Joseph? 
All right, so Danny, you are the expert here on bumpkins. This doesn't even sound like something I'd want. No, it's no. God, no, it's not. I don't want anyone. I don't even like being talked to while I'm in the bathroom. Like, if someone talks to me, oh, then you're not going to want this. That fucking (laughs) uh, bothers me. I want, like, when I'm in the bathroom, I want everyone to pretend like bathrooms don't exist. Like, uh, like I'm in an alternate dimension where I'm in my own sphere. I don't exist. You don't exist. Going to the bathroom doesn't exist. Complete shame about the fact that everyone's got to take a shit. I want to do it in peace. Like I'm, I'm secluded from the universe. Yeah. So, so just hold on to your horses. <laughs> just wait for this. Okay. okay. This is before I descriptively describe what a blumpkin is. The bathroom thing. I have a very big fetish for which shall like. It's just kind of like a, like a hot like you brought. You, you guys mentioned yeah. so like. Like you guys were talking about the bathrooms before. No, I get it. Like, bringing, bi- bringing a lady back to your parents' house, that's not enough of a thrill. Oh, no, like, you got to up it. Yeah. Like, you got to up it. Like, I'll, I've taken girls down the street to the hotel, the Hilton. Like, a nice place. The, and have the, sh- like, I'm all about a good shower head and a good, like, I can go on. Sur- no one wants to hear these. All right, tell us about the Blumpkin. The Blumpkin. Yeah. Okay. Wait, so how many Blumpkin. Blumpkins have you gotten? It was only a one time. Right. Like, no girl wants to do this. And if a girl does it, she's either A, really in love with you, or B. That's a sign she, of love. No, she oh, don't know okay. her father. She don't know her father at all. Yeah. That girl's never felt love. <laughs> no. She hugs pillows and pretends it's someone hugging her back. Yeah. That's the kind of girl that gives you blumpkins. All right. It, tell us about the blumpkin. With that said, a blumpkin, I mean, it's really not that bad. It's only a blowjob while. Only a blowjob? Now, how big is her dick that her nose isn't just in the toilet? Solid seven. Uh, a little seven. seven. So she, so yeah. F- I mean, f- like full blood I Russian. I'm a little over seven. Thick I seven. Like, no, even no, not thick. I am skinny as fuck. No shame. God bless you. No shame as fuck. I'm skinny as fuck, but I'm long. Like, I can't understand for one second. Would you give up an inch for some girth? No, absolutely not. No, I can't. No that, and that's my opinion. That's I can't understand for one second the comfort level of being able to take a shit. And I wouldn't want anyone like, please don't be there. That's not the issue. I think for her, like, if she wants to do that, that's a turn off for me. And I'll try anything. I'll do yeah. anything twice. I'll be like, like, no, you're crazy. Like, did she? Did you call her in? I assume you did because. Yeah, well, we were. I mean. This is my five-year act. By the way, um, before before you tell us about the Blumpkin, I think just to take it full circle, what he's saying is if you have no shame, you can even get Blumpkins. Like, if you can tap out from the human shame aspect, it's amazing the things oh, you're, you can Oh, you're dead behind the eyes exactly. at that point. Yeah. You're not even enjoying it. You're just looking down at something. No, I'm saying from like a sales perspective, it's like if you can remove your human shame, the amount of things that you can just get away with in life because you're, you're yeah, like... sociopath. You've, you've evolved past Damn. humanity. It's like other so people... Are constricted to this thing that you don't even have. Like you're, you're, you're a level above the rest like, of oh, mankind. You don't want your girl smelling stinky shit while she blows you. Nah, I don't care. Yeah, what's my, wrong with my, you? My you that, that, that's you and your dumb humanity that you have a you're stick thinking, up. I'm shit no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> if you throw a blowjob in there, I'll take it. Might as well be efficient about you know it. What? Okay. I've, I've gotten 180 on this. Blumpkin away. Tell us. Tell us about the blumpkin. Was it the thrill of a lifetime, or do you look back at it and go, "Oh, no, it's not even something I did. It's, it's the just, lowest point. It, yeah, it's just one of it's like, but was it you a good story and The shit was coming about. out while when she it was, blew you. When it was done, were you like, all right, well, um, this relationship's over. <laughs> you're like, well, no, you're, you're I gross, I bitch. I married her. Oh, honestly. okay. 
Um, <laughs> After that, old, I would too. Yeah, no, I yeah. That's, that's pure. Lo- yeah, that's that's that's, that's that. love. Oh yeah, fuck that. You up. actually might be married because the Blumkin. Yeah, that's exactly. like, like yeah. you had the Blumkin like, like legally. It's like in some states, that's actually legally binding. Fuck. So, where have you guys even? Too. All right. Fuck. What state did you uh, have the Blumkin? Oh, New York. Are they legal there? Yeah. right down there. <laughs> No, it's like weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's only semi. Now, I, where have you guys even come across? I've never come. Where have you come across this term Blomkin? It sounds like a Thanksgiving Oh, it's one dish. of those things you, you look up with your friends when you're 12 and then right. giggle and then exit out uh, before your parents come in the room. This one, this one somehow, I, yeah, yeah. I mean. Or in his case, that you ask your wife of five years to I do just, for you once. Not my wife. No, no, I would. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I, I'll ever get married. Do you love her still or? Oh, we're, we're not. We don't want to go that angle. That's too dark. Dude, once you've blumpkined, there's a connection for life. Like when you see each other in public, even if you hate each other, you got to give like the quick nod. Like, yeah. Like the, oh, I know you. All right. Well, we're really ending this podcast on a high note. So I feel like all the listeners are probably inspired that you know you Go can out, accompl- share your blumpkin stories with us. No, you can accomplish anything. There's nothing you can't do in life. I like life. how he was in here to like, oh, you could accomplish anything in life. You could do it. And then all we talked about was Blumkin getting pegged, <laughs> pissing on people. Go with like, the that's all that's we all. want to accomplish. All right. Before we call it episode one of the 2019 Summer Porch Tour, does anyone have any last words? Anything else that they felt like they needed to get off their chest? Yeah, I'd like to be at uh, episode two of the sh- Summer Porch Tour. Summer Porch Tour? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, we'll make, we'll, we'll make arrangements. I say we all go. Yeah, you know what? Fine. <laughs> that that sounds like a good idea. Let's all pack into the into Danny, the car. You're Danny, in. are you in? <laughs> Listen, give me the time and date. I'm in. Have me fun. and Danny are double teaming that mom. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you guys for uh, having me on. This was uh, definitely a fun experience. Oh, thank you for your uh, for your. Uh Kind words. All right, there you go. Inspiring Tales, Summer Porch Store 2019. We've kicked it off. We're coming to you. Hit us up, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. You got a summer There's only one spot left. Get it while it's hot. There might be two. If you live in in Maine, then there's two. Otherwise, I think there's only one spot left. So uh, email us, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. We're uh, no porch too small, but uh, preferably nice porches with barbecue and big titties. That's what we're looking for. All right. That's it. Have a good night, folks.